I'm going to say it. Uh, we are recording in progress. There we the, go. It is the Dead Air Horror Review Show. Yeah, it is. And I am your co-host, uh, TJ, a.k.a. El Topo, a.k.a. DJ Khaled 2. And to my virtual right is my other co-host, Chris Parks, a.k.a. DJ Khaled 3, a.k.a. <laughs> Metaverse Baron Chris. <laughs> what did you uh, call Bono? Patio McGillicuddy? <laughs> Patio McGillicuddy. Yeah, Bono's legal name. Before we, we started recording, we were talking about you two, and uh, I revealed that Bono's legal name legal name is Patio McGillicuddy. Uh, I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm changing my name to that. Although also, I like DJ Khaled 3, but it makes me seem like a lesser DJ Khaled than you. We the best music. Um, <laughs> uh, also, I just want to get this right out of the way right away. Um, this movie, Apostle, that we watched this week is directed by Gareth Evans, not to be confused with Gareth Edwards. Gareth mm. Edwards is the director of Rogue One and the god-awful Godzilla American movie, and uh, he's got a new movie coming out that's called The Creator that looks pretty good, but I don't know. He's very hit or miss with me. Uh, so yeah, he also directed a movie called uh, Monsters, which I hated. Um, this Gareth, which I affectionately refer to as the good Gareth, has directed such films as The Raid Redemption and The Raid 2, which are two absolutely incredible action films that I can't recommend enough. Me personally, I feel like he set the standard for, like, I think everything is, every every action movie I watch, I compare it to The Raid, because it's that good. And the second one's even better. Anyway... Yeah. We watched Apostle, which is a movie that I I I constantly want to call the Apostle, but it's just Apostle. Yeah. I don't know or why Apostles. I, I always want to. I don't know why I want to put the the in front of it. Um, we've done. I think one of one of my favorite parts about this show is that you know we've kind of jumped all over for like different because horror is a lot like uh, like metal music, right? Like there's a lot of different subgenres. And subgenres within the subgenre. And this week we've done something that we haven't done before. This is Lovecraftian horror. This is uh, also affectionately known as cosmic horror. Um, is that really what it's called? I had no idea. Uh, this. What about I, folk horror? That's not. This a is thing also. Anymore? I know this could also definitely be considered folk horror. But I think like once this movie kind of reveals like what the deal is, and when you find out. I mean, spoiler alerts for this movie, but when you find out like why uh, the like the the actual crux of this movie, I feel like that the creature that is that is living in this island and feeding this island is a creature beyond human comprehension. Uh, therefore, it is definitely like a Lovecraftian horror. That is like that is a trope of Lovecraftian horror stories where it's like you as a human being or humanity itself is vastly insignificant to something beyond yourselves and i feel like the the whatever you want to call the like earth spirit thing here i feel like it definitely falls into that category i also would agree that it does fall under the folk horror category uh religious horror also like very much so like i think this is a this movie is a pretty staunch like um anti-religious film like i think it it, it heavily goes into like religious dogma and the you know the the suffering that religion and like being insanely religious causes people um 
starring Dan yes. Stevens, who I love to death. I think and Michael great. Sheen. I was happy to see I Michael, like Michael Sheen, Sheen is so good in this fucking. He is movie. great. Yeah, he is like he's so great, and um, I'm a big fan of him in general. I feel like I I wasn't really too aware of him until this movie to be perfectly honest and then i was like oh i've seen this guy in a thousand things yeah uh, but he's great he's i wish really i wish great. i honestly wish he would have been the main character i yeah I, I i mean he was so good like he was the one that was focused on the most of the movie yeah and his character is definitely the like one of the more interesting of the villains because i feel like the guy that eventually becomes like the uber antagonist is just mm-hmm. too evil yeah and i feel like uh sheen's character is he's got layers to him like he's like he's misguided but i feel like at the end of the day like he's trying to do the right thing whereas like his the guy the guy behind you um is just like fucking evil and like evil and car yeah quinn he's just like super super evil but then again i feel like quinn is it is again like it is uh you know whereas uh michael sheen's character has the power and is is trying to like lead people like quinn wants the power he has no real interest in like religion or like helping people he just wants to have control over everything which you including... could draw direct parallels to actual religions oh, yeah. and you know of yeah the abso- absolutely um, like he he wants to control everything including the fucking earth that they live on which i think yeah. is a pretty cool statement to make like quick side uh, note here so you yeah. may notice like these masks that look very similar to uh, uh kkk attire. oh yeah they're more like um, executioners garb. execution yeah so um over we took a, a family trip last year to spain to this island to the to the island and uh and, and I sacrificed and, my kin. It was yeah, Chris got uh, uh, lobotomized by a fucking <laughs> industrial wine cork. Oh, I got to meet Quinn so firsthand. That's, that's yeah, that scene so was gross. Fucking disgusting. Oh my god! But these um, outfits go way back in time, further oh, than no I shit. even comprehended. I was walking through Sevilla, Spain, and in the souvenir shops, they had like cups they had shirts they had all these different things that you could buy that had this look on it no people way. dressed up but in some in black but mostly like white robes oh uh, yeah well and it was like it, Goya, just like anything else Goya's uh, from spain right correct the, the, the painter because like yep. uh, there's like the penitent that that famous painting that he did and there's a guy wearing one of those in that as well yeah it's just like anything else i guess you know somebody takes something and bastardize it bastardizes it and makes it their own but you know it's kind of you know it's weird to see it out of that right right the normal context that we're used to seeing it in in the states and like seeing it in film or just seeing it walking on the road you know in spain it's like it's alarming you know It, um... it immediately like brings something up it's it's uh it's not horror related, but like you know the reason why the clan dress like that, right? They didn't start dressing like that until the fucking movie. Um, Jesus Christ, my brain. There's oh, a very, that racist movie. Um, it's uh, I can't even think of the title, but it's like it was a very famous silent film that they yeah, actually. I know what you're uh, talking about. That they actually it. showed on the fucking White House lawn, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, oh, I believe it. <laughs> at, yeah. <laughs> But they, but they didn't dress like that until that movie came out. 
they yeah. they did that in the movie and then they started i can't believe i can't fucking remember the day no, we don't we, we don't need to say the name anyway well very <laughs> famous movie you know the sad thing is is that movie has a lot of uh film uh historical relevance because it was the first movie to use cuts uh yeah. believe it or not they, they 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 were the first uh it was the first movie to like use editing like that uh nobody used that before anyway uh back to this movie um what'd you think i i i had already seen this movie this is about the third time i've seen this movie really uh, yeah i'm a big and, fan of it. uh i i thought it was a complete bore <laughs> really <laughs> yeah you're bored I, I i was so bored i really the the last 15 minutes and what culminated in the those last minutes of the film i thought was really cool well executed but i wish i would have seen more of that sprinkled throughout the film to kind of right. lead up to that point it was a lot like a huge climax at the end and it was very exciting but for me there was like i didn't feel too much of a build-up to that point oh really see i, I just I felt feel- like i was being like dragged like by my wrist like through the movie like okay we can make it to the end and i'm proud of myself for making it to the end wow i was yeah, making it to the end wow i, <laughs> I was I'm so sh- bored I'm shocked i mean i feel like the movie is like i feel like the movie is very tense and like the i the constant like i feel like it it does a good job at least for me mm-hmm. that I don't you don't really know what the hell's going on until like I feel like the reveal of what what's actually happening is pretty interesting because I feel like up to that point like I think the movie does a good job at like you know you're completely left in the dark you're just like the main character and the fact that like you know they're looking for him and I feel like the movie is very tense and there there's I liked I like a movie where there's something just under the surface and you're not sure what it actually is. And everyone has that tension. Like everybody in the town, it feels like, it feels like that town is about to collapse like the entire oh, time. Yeah. And you don't know why. And I feel like the reveal as to why it is about to collapse, I think is, is very satisfying. Like I mm-hmm. thought that was like very interesting. I, I didn't see it coming and I was like, oh, okay. Cause I, I thought, you know, it's a just it's a religious movie. There's going to be you know dis- dissent between the religious people, and it's something mm-hmm. to that effect. But the, the the idea that you know it's this it's this little literal like elder god living in this fucking island. I was like, oh okay, like that's fucking cool. Like I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Also, like to me, like I I was drawn in by uh, Dan Stevens' character, the lead actor, um, because I felt like he's he's like clearly broken and you don't know why and he's like he's doing opium the entire time and like (laughs) yeah he's kind of like he's kind of like unhinged from the jump and he's willing to risk it all now granted he's he's risking it for the life of his sister like he's going there to rescue her that's that's the aim uh the whole goal of the movie is him rescuing his sister who's been captured by this cult and is about to be sacrificed so yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting take an interesting take that they made him also a drug addict. Yeah, so and and, he... and also like kind <laughs> of like almost almost suicidal. Like he doesn't really mm-hmm. he doesn't really seem to care about much of anything. <laughs> and then the reveal that he was like a crusade not, not a crusade like a missionary mm-hmm. and was ultimately like 
just like that scene also is great like the flashback scene where he's literally like branded with a cross and it's just yeah. like jesus christ <laughs> um i i don't know like i to me there's just i don't know i it's definitely i can see where it is a slow burn but i felt like i don't know i felt like the atmosphere and the acting like kept me drawn in right like and i i feel like it kept it tense enough where it's like okay are they gonna find him out or what because like right off the bat i thought it was super clever you know um they get these invitations everybody has to be invited to this island and he uh he notices that there is a mark on his invite that's not on the other guy he's talking to one of the other guys that's on the boat so he him being kind of like a street smart guy he, he like switches it and then as soon as that other guy lands he's literally like captured taken away and I like I I like how they establish like right away it's like oh like they know he's here they got to yeah. find him and then there's that scene later on where um there's another spy on the island that is like a like a spy for like the English government and that they like he gets like fucking skewered by those like lances like I thought I, that sh- I I thought that was amazing and I thought oh my after, god now that you mentioned that this director like had already previously directed these action movies. Oh yeah. Like it makes sense because why you could totally see it in the action scenes in these, in this movie. The act, the thing, one of the things that I love so much about uh, the raid and the raid redemption, uh, the raid redemption and the raid Two, is that he brings, and I mean, it might be silly to say, but he brings a level of physicality to his, his, the martial arts scenes that he does. And in this movie that continues on, like, the lancing scene is like brutal the scene where uh the kid fights uh fights uh quinn is fantastic mm-hmm. like they it, you really feel like a lot of weight in that fight and like you, yeah. you feel it feels like two guys that are literally trying to kill each other and i i thought that was great I, yeah, not I, only uh, not only does he have a really uh like keen eye for directing but like you could tell his specific skill set is, oh yeah are the these action scenes like that's yeah. where he really shines and that's where i thought um this film did like really well was those scenes that really pulled me in the dialogue itself was fine the thing you know that really like kind of threw me off and i love saying this term because it, it's your term but i think yeah. it's so apropos sure. is like <laughs> trimming the fat I just felt yeah. like there was a little bit too much fat on this film and it 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 clocked in I think at like 2 hours and 10 minutes it was It's a little it's a little long. You could definitely yeah. trim a little bit out of this. I agree with that. But the um so it's I for me it's impossible to not compare this to The Wicker Man just because it's like kind of see, it's got a I similar see, vibe. I could see um, that. And I wish in this movie that they kind of you know uh took lessons from that film and made the uh the scene like the island more creepy uh you know in the wicker man everybody was in on it like everybody knew like what was going down yeah um but in this it kind of seemed like i don't think that factions of well i don't think that i think the only people that know what's going on in this in this community are the three founders i don't think anyone else is aware of that's what I mean. And it was like, kind of like, it could have been, the movie could have gone two separate ways. They could have gone like the horror route because they had this character named the grinder who like, um, 
basically he looked like a like a, a monster from evil dead you know yeah he was like or, a, he was or, like or a, a resident a, evil sorry yeah it was, or i would i would even go for so far as to say like a silent hill character oh like silent he, hill that's what i was thinking of yeah yes, i was yes, like yes. what the fuck and that's oh you speak about this uh, first of all uh or not first and this is several things later but this movie <laughs> is is brutal as fuck like mm-hmm. that thing's death is insane like yeah. you're getting hooked on and well literally i think one of my favorite parts of this movie is he's he's about he's literally got like a fucking sausage grinder and he's he's about to grind up dan stevens dan stevens is just knocked out and he you know he's going into this machine and obviously he's struggling and he's just kind of like hitting him like stop it just just get ground up like (laughs) and i mean this is this is a hand operated grinder so like yeah this is i couldn't imagine a more excruciating death because you were dying the slowest yeah the only thing worse would be to go in feet first. Oh, I think. Did I lose you? Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. Here, let's pick up again from from the grinder. Yeah, you're gonna feet first. It's feet first into a grinder. Okay. The only thing so worse would might be have to use a little editing magic on that one. Yeah, that's fine. I could do one edit. <laughs> um, are you still there? Oh crap! I well, think I lost. I oh. I oh, well. No, I'm still here. Okay. All right. Um, the only thing worse, Chris, is what happens to the poor kid when he gets his brain like corkscrewed out like that. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that scene. And then the fucking the cut, they edit uh to his fucking point of view where his eyes get like red. It's like, oh my uh, god. I mean, to be like, fair, they were having premarital sex, TJ. I, <laughs> I mean, I mean you get what's coming that. to you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect you got to take a corkscrew corkscrew to the brain sometimes if you're um i also go against the word of god um also not the girl that got pregnant but the michael sheen's daughter that actress uh i'm a big fan of her she um she's in a movie that i really like called the black coat's daughter mm-hmm. um which i think is we, we might end up reviewing one day on this show it's a great movie uh, she also dated uh, Rami Malik, which I think is just weird because that guy looks like Ren from Ren and Stimpy. I don't. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm just surprised that, uh, and I'm I'm sorry that the movie just didn't grab you. Because no, me, I I was like I was hooked because the other thing about this movie that I think um, that helped helped keep me not bored is it visually it looks incredible. Like this yeah, movie, it does look very good, really yeah. well. This this movie came out. Well, it's a Netflix exclusive. Uh, this movie came out like right after Netflix offered uh, 4K on their stuff, and this mm-hmm. is a great movie to show in 4K because like I feel like it's shot really, really well. It looks really cool. I don't know where they shot it, but it looks great. Like I feel like the visuals are, are really well done. Yeah, they must uh, have had a, a really solid script um, for Netflix to pick this up before it was even produced. <laughs> this was like they, yeah. they, they you know gave it the green light and we're like okay go ahead and make it which is pretty impressive especially with a guy i mean again like uh evans is uh you know he's known like he's not but he's not like you know he's not like somebody that like commands like uh well i mean this didn't get released in the box office but like like movie nerds know gareth evans but like i don't mm-hmm. he's not like a like a well not a household guy. name it's not, it's not like fucking martin scorsese or yeah or some shit you know but let me um, ask you a question, if you don't mind. Please. 
Do you I don't at all. Did you feel like at any point, like I felt like this was going in too many different directions because you had, or, or maybe that's what you liked about the film, that there was this internal conflict, but also there was this mm-hmm. like weird grinder character that was feeding blood of human sacrifices to this. Well, you didn't cosmic... see the grinder character until literally the end of the movie. The end. Like you didn't yeah. like, cause up until that point you saw Michael Sheen, like cut his hand and, and give her blood. And then they also like, I, they never, do they explicitly say it? But like at the beginning of the movie, they give him, I think they give him like a blanket and a receptacle. And I think it's implied that the receptacle, that he actually puts blood in that, that receptacle, right? Like the yeah. jar that they give him. So they all yeah. are giving this thing blood every night of the week yeah. uh, to survive. Um, also the little, the little wrinkle that, I, I again I, I don't know I like a lot of the little details in this movie the fact that that thing didn't necessarily need blood but they were like well this is what makes her survive like yeah they kind of twisted it like I I like how um unexplained the like Gaia monster is or whatever like she was just there she just lived yeah. on the island and then they just enslaved her and fed her blood to like keep her satiated but like she doesn't really need blood that's just what they've decided that she eats which again (laughs) that's a kind of a cool that's a cool analogy for religion too if you think about it right like like think about all of the death and destruction brought on in the name of religion like it's like it's supposed to be about love and peace and and being together but like how much blood has been fed into the machine i think that's kind of the analogy the allegory they're trying to make yeah, they they completely misinterpreted what was needed <clears throat> in order right, to get exactly. by. Exactly. Um, but to answer your question, no, I actually like I like the branching paths because to me that's what kept the movie interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I feel like it is it it's it it's pulling you in so many different directions because I feel like it's very unpredictable. Like I feel like it is it is I think that's what, to me, that's what kept the tension going because I'm like, I wasn't sure what the hell was going to happen next. And then it's like, well, you introduce this crazy shit. Like what else is going to come? And then you got the fucking grinder guy. And it's like, yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, but, but yeah, no, I mean, I, again, like, you know, something, some things work for some people and some for others, but I, I got really sucked into this movie. I, I love the vibe of this movie. I, I like, I like how slow it is at times because I feel like, again, I feel like whereas it is slow, I feel like it's tense. Like, I feel like it's I, f- I feel like, again, at any point, this movie could just fall off a cliff and it's like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know what the hell is going to happen next. So, yeah. Uh, could you cut 10, 15 minutes out of it? Yeah, easily. Maybe 20. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that about every movie. I mean, I feel like you could, <laughs> could cut down. I mean, every movie, every movie should strive to be an hour and a half long. That's my personal opinion. But. I think you know what would be a fun little side project, very time consuming, but uh, fun side project is go through all the films that you love and like cut out whatever you think doesn't need yeah. to be in there. I'm not, uh, yeah, I would love and to. And then I'll re edit it. That, that would literally, that would literally take way too much time for a bit. <laughs> I, and I don't even, I, I'm not a very good at video editing to begin with. So, no, I'll, I'll do the video editing. You just do the a- actual editing of the script. I'll literally just like, just, just, uh, just go through yeah, it okay, with your red pen. Yeah. That's fair. Um, um, okay. So, should we do scores? We, we only got, about five minutes left yeah yeah let's do scores 
Um, okay. Go ahead. I'm scared to ask, but go ahead. Uh, I would give this a 6.1. Um, I, again, like you had mentioned, the visuals are really good. Um, the writing is fairly solid. It's just, it's just too much fat for me on this yep. one. And I couldn't say, maybe it's the fact that we've, we've been watching like one hour, like to one and a half hour max we're, movies for like the been, past three, three or four months. Really quick movies. I mean, Christ, the, <laughs> the bloody bodybuilder in hell was like yeah. was 58 minutes long. Yeah. Or something. yeah. <laughs> so now anything over an hour and a half, I'm like out. <laughs> <laughs> so i gotta get back into it i gotta get back into the swing yeah, of things and i mean whatever it happens you know yeah I, you know so, and it might just again it might mine and i just clicked with you you know so, sometimes that happens so it's yeah all good oh you know what i just know there's the grinder right there i didn't notice him before oh yeah shit i didn't what notice the hell is he doing out of his little shit little... i didn't notice i didn't oh. notice that either he's oh. been there the whole time <laughs> All right, maybe I need to re- revisit it. Okay. Um, okay, TJ, what's your score? Uh, it's like an 8.5 for me. I really like yeah. this movie a lot. I uh, like Again, like all the things I've already said, I I think that uh, Gareth Evans is an interesting director. I think that he has... Uh, I, I hope he does more horror movies because between this and his short film that's in VHS 2, I don't know what it's called, but it, it also involves like a cult it's like a documentary film crew that goes to film this cult for TV. And um, it's like specifically like a death cult. And again, it's very, that, that short is also very Lovecraftian. Uh, it's awesome by the way. And it's, I think 20 minutes long, but I highly recommend that. I, I hope that I just want more movies from him. Cause I think like, <clears throat> he's just very, he, I find him very interesting. I think, I think that, uh, and again, like I love the fact that this guy you know, even though this isn't a martial arts movie, he he's got his thumbprint on the the fucking martial arts stuff like all over this movie, and I I love the fighting, and I love I love just how extreme this movie can be. Like I love that it's just so fucking old and violent and gross. Like I love the fucking visual of that fucking you know earth spirit like entangled yeah. in all the fucking weeds and and uh when they fucking give her the blood there's like flowers that bloom out of the fucking that was that was cool yeah shit like that is like man that's fucking awesome michael sheen's great in this movie dan stevens is great in this movie i i don't know i really like it a lot i'm sorry it did uh didn't connect with you uh, but uh but it happens yeah all right well well, that's the show i don't know what we're gonna watch this week um i was kind of thinking there's a hulu movie that everybody's talking about now called no one will save you i think maybe we can watch that since that's like topical i don't know if it's any good but people are talking about it so maybe we'll watch that but you'll find out next week when we post the episode (laughs) oh before we end this you know and i know you're gonna agree with me on this one because we belong to the same facebook groups (laughs) horror groups the fucking uh all these ads that keep or not even ads these posts that i don't know who is posting these if they work for netflix or hulu or whatever right but they're like people are running out of the theaters and (laughs) you know vomiting people are saying this is the scariest movie they've ever seen this keeps popping up on my feeds and i am so tired of it because i guarantee these movies are so bland oh 100 100 (laughs) they are like they 
hey, people are hey, screaming and passing out at the sight of this movie it's like no no they're not i want to see no. death certificates like literally post their death like some guy <laughs> fucking died you watch this movie and he's fucking dead now i mean that's the, you know, only way that, I'll the get... funny thing is is that's not even like new right like yeah texas chainsaw massacre one of my right. favorite movies of all time like they famously like did the same thing and they said the movie's based on a true story and it's not like that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not like new marketing. It's, it is, it's somehow more annoying in the times we live in now. It's just um, too, it's overused. It's oversaturated. I, Every movie is now the scariest movie ever. <laughs> it's fucking, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's stop. It's not also like the thing I can't stand too is like the ads that aren't really like you have to look real close to see that it's an ad because it's just like a regular tiktok and it's like hey guys like it's like ugh. all right yeah. like anyway yeah when, when can we start getting paid for those for real i would, I would take, do one. take all that corporate money <laughs> all, all right, right we're all gonna right, run everybody. out of time ran bye over bye. all right bye